48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines, a leading figure in the restaurant industry says the sector welcomes mandatory use of the Leave Home Safe app. There's a call for the government to investigate every child death in Hong Kong after a sharp rise in suicides. And conservationists say a loophole needs to be filled as the ban on sales of elephant ivory finally takes effect. The president of the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants says the sector largely supports mandatory use of the COVID location recording app. The Leave Home Safe app will be needed to enter regulated premises, including restaurants, gyms and hotels, from December the 9th. Simon Wong says some customers had written down fake contact details in lieu of using the app, which caused problems for frontline staff. In the past month, government has do a lot of checking on the restaurants and they found that some customers did not use the apps and they also filled in fake information on the forms. At the end, the restaurants were being punished and we feel that this is not right. So we voice out to the government that this kind of measures should extend to all types of restaurants, not just for the government buildings. He also said he hoped the government could relax restrictions on certain categories of restaurants to allow more people to eat at a table and longer operating hours. A member of the Commission on Children says the government needs to set up a system to investigate all deaths of children. Priscilla Loy was commenting after the, a government advisory panel said child suicides between 2016 and 2018 were at more than double the level of the previous three-year period. The Children Review Fatality Panel said of 259 reported underage deaths, 61% were from natural causes. Around 23% committed suicide. Loy said the government should investigate each case to identify trends and put more resources into prevention. One of the suggestions that we hope the government will quickly attend to, swiftly attend to, is to ensure a fatality inquiry system in place in Hong Kong and start to review those horrific cases like the assaulted to death ones and those very young children, 10-year-old and so on, who killed themselves. Conservationists are calling on the government to ban the sale of antique and mammoth ivory, saying such products will leave a loophole, loophole for the illegal trade in elephant tusk to continue. Jovi Chan, wildlife conservation manager at WWF Hong Kong, made the call about a month before a ban on elephant ivory takes place at the end of the five-year grace period. She said elephant ivory may be passed off as mammoth ivory. On calls from sellers for more time to sell stock or compensation, Ms. Chan said the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department had already helped. Since 1990, the international trade of ivory has already suspended. So they still have more than 30 years to sell all the ivory stock. And also, ARCD uh, arranged the two big auctions to allow the traders to sell the ivory to the overseas in the past. For the compensation, they already have the... Uh, grazing Park to help them to sell all the ivories. I can't see the reasons why we need to give them compensation. Hong Kong drivers will get their first taste of an automated parking system tomorrow when it goes into operation at a car park in Shenwan. Drivers will simply park on the ground floor and the system will move the vehicle to one of 78 spots in a new three-story building. There are also 160 traditional parking spots. The automated system will allow double the number of cars to squeeze in, as Keith Tang from the, uh, from the Transport Department explains. 
In our case, we have uh, six modules. One module will uh, will accommodate about uh, 13 parking space, but the module will only occupy about six to seven uh, parking space on ground. That means the installation of automated parking system will increase the will double the parking capacity of the of the area. A man has appeared in court in the U.S. state of Wisconsin, charged with murdering five people during a Christmas parade on Sunday. They died when a car was driven to them into them at high speed at the event in Waukesha. The court heard that the defendant, Daryl Brooks, had a history of previous offenses, many of them violent, dating back two decades. During the hearing, the prosecutor, Susan Alper, revealed another person had died. I wish to notify the court, sadly, that today we learned of another death of a child related to this case. We do expect a sixth count for first degree intentional homicide to be issued or added, excuse me, to this case. Authorities in New Zealand have announced that they'll begin reopening the country's borders as they ease travel restrictions that have been in place since March last year. Vaccinated New Zealanders and people with residence permits who are in Australia will be able to return from January, while citizens and residents elsewhere will be allowed to travel in February. The country plans to reopen to tourists in April. We do know that the international restrictions we have had around our border have been tough for many people. That's why we're making this announcement today, to give families, businesses, visitors, airlines, airports and others the time to prepare. South Korea has registered a record daily number of new coronavirus cases, prompting the Prime Minister to describe the situation as worse than expected. Kim Bu Kyum said the area in and around the capital Seoul should consider implementing an emergency response plan. The federal, a federal jury in the United States has found that three retail pharmacy chains helped fuel an opioid epidemic in two districts in the state of Ohio. The court in Cleveland concluded that CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart had behaved recklessly by oversupplying addictive painkillers. It's the first trial which the companies have faced over the opioid crisis. A federal judge will set the level of compensation. Mark Lanier is one of the attorneys representing the plaintiffs. These are drugs that are highly addictive. These are drugs that are important in the right place and time. And through this trial, uh, uh, the jury was able to assess those national measures that have been put in place by these pharmaceutical chains and shout out from the rooftops inadequate. A U.S. jury has awarded 25 million U.S. dollars in damages to people who were hurt during protests against a far-right rally in Virginia four years ago. The court in Charlottesville found the organizers of the Unite the Right gathering, which brought together white nationalists, white supremacists, and neo-Nazis, were responsible for the violence. A lawyer for the plaintiffs, Roberta Kaplan, welcomed the verdict. This verdict today is a message that this country does not tolerate violence based on racial and religious hatred in any form. The defendants had helped to organize a rally in 2017 to protest against the removal of statues of Confederate leaders from the U.S. Civil War. One woman died when a far-right member drove into the counter-protesters. Final preparations are taking place for a space mission to test the technology needed to knock an asteroid off a collision course with Earth. The NASA project will target an asteroid which is more than 11 million kilometers away and poses no threat. 
The aim is to deliberately smash a small spacecraft into the rock at a speed of more than 20,000 kilometers an hour. Daniela Delegistino, a planetary scientist at Arizona University, says it's crucial work. It's very important. We have a lot of theories about how we might deflect an asteroid from crossing paths with our own planet, but so far these are just ideas. So the DART mission is going to provide the first actual testing of one of these theories. 46 people have died when a tourist bus crashed and burst into flames on a Bulgarian motorway. The passengers were all from North Macedonia, returning from a weekend in Turkey. Twelve of the victims are children. Only seven passengers escaped. Joanna Laviva Soya is a journalist with Bulgarian National Television. It has touched the whole country. You can right now see people coming to the Macedonian embassy, leaving toys, leaving flowers and expressing their grief of that accident. We don't know much about the victims because the bodies are so severely burned that there will be days of forensic checkups before we can establish who is who. The United States is to release 50 million barrels of oil from its strategic reserves to try to bring down energy prices. The move was coordinated with the governments of China, Japan, South Korea, Britain and India. President Biden said the U.S. couldn't afford to wait for oil prices to drop. We're taking action. The big part of the of the reason Americans are facing high gas prices is because oil producing countries and large companies have not ramped up the supply of oil quickly enough to meet the demand. And the smaller supply means higher prices globally. The announcement has been criticized by Republicans. Apple says it's suing the Israeli cyber firm NSO Group and its parent company for allegedly targeting users with spyware. NSO's Pegasus technology has reportedly been used to monitor the phones of rights activists and journalists. More from the BBC's James Clayton. Apple prides itself on its privacy. It's a major selling point for its devices. It was highly worrying then and potentially damaging to the company when it emerged that Apple products could be hacked without users' knowledge or consent. The Israeli company NSO Group has always said its software is intended for use against criminals and terrorists and is made available to military and intelligence agencies from countries with good human rights records. Apple says it's suing to prevent further abuse and harm to its users. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,632, 17 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $72 billion. In currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 114.92 yen, the euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 12 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 41 cents. To sport, and we start with football's European Champions League and a big win for Manchester United. But here is Cristiano Ronaldo, and Cristiano Ronaldo lifts the ball over Rooney and takes advantage of this Villarreal's disarray at the back, and it had to be Ronaldo. Ronaldo's second half goal was followed by Jadon Sancho's first for United, who went on to win 2-0 at Villarreal to qualify for the last 16. In the same group, Young Boys and Atalanta drew 3-3. United's win was managed by first-team coach Michael Carrick, who took temporary charge after the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Off the 
pitch, United have approached the former Barcelona boss, Ernesto Valverde, about their interim manager vacancy. Valverde is understood to be one of a handful of candidates for the job. Also linked to the job is Mauricio Pochettino, head coach of Paris Saint-Germain. Pochettino is in Manchester preparing for the PSG's Champions League match against Manchester City tonight. I am focused. I am very focused in, in football. I am not a kid. I am not a child. We are in a business that the rumors are there. I completely understand uh, what is going on, sometimes in a positive way, sometimes in a, ne- a negative way. And this type of thing cannot distract. And um, we need to live with that. That is the football that we, we are living. For tomorrow, we are so focused and try to, to get the best result that we can. The holders, Chelsea, are also into the Champions League last 16 after thrashing Juventus 4-0 at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea can win the group if they beat Zenit St. Petersburg in their last group game. Zenit drew one all with Melmo. Bayern Munich kept their perfect record by beating Dynamo Kiev 2-1. Barcelona stay second after a goal is drawn home to Benfica. More from the BBC's John Bennett. Barcelona's place in the last 16 is hanging by a thread. A win would have taken them into the knockout stages, but it was a frustrating night for the new head coach, Xavi. In the first half, Benfica's Nicolas Otamendi had a goal disallowed, but Barcelona were the better side. The second 45 minutes was a similar story. Frankie de Jong forced a great save from the Benfica keeper, and Ronald Araujo had a goal ruled out for offside. Then right at the end, very nearly a twist. Hans Seferovic had an amazing chance to win it for Benfica one-on-one with the keeper in acres of space he put his shot wide that was a lucky escape and Barcelona are still second two points above Benfica trouble is their final group match is away to the mighty Bayern Munich in group G Lille uh, beat Salzburg 1-0 while Sevilla were 2-0 winners over Wolfsburg the French champions qualified for the last 16 with the second spot still up for grabs now to the weather. Becoming fine, it will be dry, moderate north to northeasterly winds. Outlook will be fine and dry in the next few days, still cool tomorrow morning. Temperature will, temperatures will be appreciably lower in the new territories. The temperature now is 22 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity standing at 60%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A leading figure in the restaurant industry says the sector welcomes mandatory use of the Leave Home Safe app. There's a call for the government to investigate every child death in Hong Kong after a sharp rise in suicides. And conservationists say a loophole needs to be filled as a ban on sales of elephant ivory finally takes effect. And that's the news at 1 o'clock from RTHK.
And welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday, the 24th of November, is today's date. A big thank you to Sadia Osmani sitting in for me for the last two days as I recover from, I think it's, I think it's the flu. I think my voice is still a little bit deep, but great for the radio. Many thanks also to Phil Whelan for this morning's Morning Brew. And I look forward to chatting with all our guests uh, this afternoon. To start off with, we're going to be chatting with Nicola Jager, who's a volunteer and also a member of the organizing committee of Angels for Children 2021. They've got a secret Santa campaign, which is up and running, and they need your support. So we'll hear all about it in about 10 minutes or so. And after the two o'clock news, we continue with uh, the charity theme. 